Bring him in, Defro. I want to ask the first question. (laughs) Okay, let's welcome into the show Sean Johnson, TFC goalkeeper in his first season. Great to have you in the city playing for the Reds. And my colleague Jeff O'Neill wants the floor. Sean, can't you guys go to, like, ownership or the GM and say, maybe let's play an afternoon game instead of minus seven at nighttime? No, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting either way. I think we're just looking forward to being at home. You know, I think you know the the excitement, um, the weather the weather's a part of it, but kind of uh, makes the atmosphere that much better. Bimo. So, what's your secret? Like, you've played in New York, you've played in Chicago. I know you're originally from Georgia. Do you have some secrets to staying warm in net when you could go twenty, thirty minutes without seeing a whole lot of action? Yeah, I think it's just it's something you, you kind of get used to over the years, and you know, obviously now it's a, a pretty cold time of the year. But again, like you mentioned, New York, Chicago, some some pretty chilly places at times as well. So um, yeah, you do what you can to stay warm. But I think when the adrenaline's flowing and in your uh, when the whistle blows, I mean the the cold is one of the last things you think about. Sean, how much did the uh, food at Soto Soto and the little recruit? pitch from Drizzy Drake have to do with you coming to play for the TFC? Yeah, man, the, the food, is in, food is incredible. Uh, the vibes are immaculate there. Um, but, you know, ultimately, for me, you know, the most important thing uh, coming here was just the, the family atmosphere, obviously being, you know, wanted, seeing, seeing the big picture and, and having a piece in place to win now. So, you know, all, all things considered, um, you know, it was, it was a great trip, but Beyond that, um, you know, the the club has just such a uh, an amazing history, and just to be a part of that and be able to uh, be a part of a group that has the ability to to add to that, um, I think is is where I was with my decision. So definitely, definitely happy with the decision I made. So, Sean, the club breaks a losing streak that goes back to last season, which I know you weren't a part of, and, and you earn a, a well earned point in Atlanta, and I emphasize earned on, on your behalf. You know, as um, you know, as, as a place where we've seen goaltenders in hockey stand on their head, you know, you don't always see it in soccer. But I think in your case, you earned that point for your club. How would you describe what it's like, kind of being in the zone like you were last week and against a really good opponent? Yeah, I think you know, Atlanta is a really tough place to play. Uh, you think about teams that have gone down there and gotten a positive result. Um, you know, for us, you know, it's just important to you know put our best foot forward. Um, you know, especially coming into a weekend where we knew we'd be we'd be at the NFL field, so um, yeah, just doing a kid to uh, to keep the team in the game. But, but ultimately, you know, it, the, the things that go unseen, you know, the, the guys ran so hard for for 90 minutes. Um, you talk about defending well, um, just being, um, you know, making sure that we're doing all the things necessary to to grind out a point. Um, you know, it's it's all hands on deck, not just. Not just me, but got to got to do what I can for the group. So was, I was happy to do that on the day. Sean, you were the captain in New York, and if you look at this TFC roster, there's some pretty uh, veteran kind of seasoned players on this roster. What do you think of the leadership group here in Toronto, and how are you going to fit in well with them? Yeah, I think you know already already fitting in. Uh, we had preseason together. We've had. Uh, quite a handful of games combined with preseason now the regular season so just getting better every day um, but we all bring something different unique to the group I think the dynamic um, with the guys is really good um, you know the, the atmosphere the culture in the locker room is, is great so uh, looking to continue building on that but you know 
ultimately, I think we, like you said, we have a lot of guys with experience that have, that have won a lot of things um, and had success and understand uh, what it means uh, to step out in the field every day and represent this club. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's exciting times. Um, definitely, definitely glad to be able to do that with this group of guys. Sean Johnson, TFC goalkeeper, joining us on Overdrive, and a lot of excitement around this club uh, with uh, some additions last year. Uh, how good's your Italian? First off, my Italian is if it if you know equates to my 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 Spanish, it might be okay, <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm slowly slowly getting better and better uh, understanding first. Um, cause it's, it's a little similar to Spanish, but speaking it, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on me. Okay. <laughs> All right. How much did like yeah. the acquisition of an Insigne and Bernardeschi kind of factor into you looking at this club and thinking, not only do I want to join it and it makes sense on a personal level, but I really do believe that this team can do something and make some noise in the postseason. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, obviously those, those guys are super, super talented players that have, you know, done you know, done a lot in their careers on a, on a big stage, and you know, since coming in, they've been they've been fantastic with the group. You know, a uh, big part of that. You know, Michael Bradley, obviously being the captain, he's been he's been terrific as well. Um, you know, his, his Italian and being able to to bring it all together um, is you know super super unique and obviously great great person, um, but great player as well. So. Yeah, we have we have pieces all over the pitch, man, that are that are quality, and uh, everybody does their part. Um, and I think it's uh, it, it really is like a family, you know, um, um, figuring things out, growing together, and ultimately, um, you know, you look back on it, you wanna you wanna choose something special. Well, the city and the supporters are excited to have you uh, with the club, and and you'd mentioned your excitement about the home opener. Uh, what was it like playing at BMO Field uh, as an opponent in front of a raucous crowd? And, and you know how exciting is it to be now wearing, you know, uh, uh, the, the right jersey for this city and to be uh, to be supported by this group? Yeah, I tell you what, it's it's definitely great to be on the other side now. I've been, been heckled for so many years. <laughs> uh, yeah, met uh, met met a lot of the supporters. Um, you know, this. This uh, this season at, at an event, and uh, you know, there's, there's this funny story guy. You know, it's been with the microphone for quite a bit, and uh, saw his face, recognized him immediately, and you know, it was just kind of that awkward moment of, I know you've been yelling at me for years, but now I think you can, you know, it's a, di- a little different now when I when I hear you scream my name in the uh, in the, in the <laughs> megaphone. So, um, but now, man, I'm excited. Um, there's an excitement with, with the fan base, obviously, and uh, just doing our part to continue pushing that forward as players. And we're all super excited to get out there and uh, yeah, get to it, man. It's it's definitely a start of something special and my first home game. Um, something I'm, I'm really looking forward to. So you, you talked about the groove at Soto Soto. How many times when I was a pro athlete, I it was like fine dining every night, never cooked at home. How many times a week are you hitting up that spot? <laughs> <laughs> no, man, we've, we've been so busy just getting getting things right. And, uh, you know, um, I haven't, haven't had too much time to, to explore, um, you know, eating out and things like that. So um, as, as I get settled and... Um, as the year continues, I'm sure I'll, I'll find my way back to Soto. Soto, the food is incredible, man. Um, but uh, so many, so many good places to eat in the city, and that's one thing about um, you know also the decision to play here. The the, the culture around um, you know dining, um, you know just 
you know, in terms of uh, what you can find in terms of diversity in the city. There's so many, so many different options for whatever you're, you're thinking about doing. If it's coffee, if it's, you know, just having a walk, a stroll in a different area, it's, uh, it's, Toronto's got it all, man. So excited to really, really dive in and, and uh, check it out this year. Well, hitting up Yorkville after a win on a Saturday night sounds like a pretty good plan. So uh, hopefully that's uh, that's on tap for you this weekend, Sean. Uh, good luck, not just against Columbus on Saturday, but with the entire season. And we really appreciate you taking some time to join us. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. There you have it. Uh, Sean Johnson, TFC goalkeeper, who is a big fan of being a part of TFC, big fan of Soto Soto. Guy knows where to eat. Knows where to eat. Ran into Drake. Drake gave him up. a little bit of a recruit, apparently. That was uh, well, one oh, of the things he liked about. You brought up uh, you know, going to some very nice restaurants as a player. There's always this idea that you roll in and like it's on the house, like you know the Maple Leaf who scores the hat trick doesn't have to pay for a meal in the city. Like, did that no. ever ever happen for you, or maybe you're rolling in with Matt's? No, that little that little saying that people have, where it's like he'll never pay for a meal in that city. I don't know. I've never met one person that that's happened to. I used to hang out with Matt Sundin all the time, and we paid like everybody else does. <laughs> a lot. We paid a lot. But the like, owner of the restaurant's like, we were... like, yes, rich people. Yeah, come no, on kidding. In. no kidding. And it's not like we were going to restaurants and they were like, yeah, you guys get half off. Cause you play. No, <laughs> it's, it's more like, you guys, you guys oh, got an espresso for you after the meal, right? After yeah, you pay that's $27. Of it. <laughs> you know, the, the espresso is $27. Too. Oh, yeah, they got you for the espresso. It's just, there's yeah, no, it's this not real life, that no. nonsense that people would hear in the past. Also, too, like, wouldn't, life. like, you make a lot of money when you're playing professional sports. Wouldn't you feel kind of weird if you just didn't pay for stuff like that? Like, people, that comes out Frank, of the bottom line. Watch yourself, because I hear horror stories about Maple Leafs and pro athletes calling up golf courses, and it's like, you know, I play for the Leafs. Can I get out there? I want to I pay. It's like, pay like everyone else. Well, it's if, ridiculous. If you want to go play a course, you can pay. My goodness. No kidding, but that's the stories I hear. They're like, yeah, a bunch of guys called up, and they were just dying to play golf. They didn't want to pay, but they wanted to play golf. Yeah. It's crazy stuff. And we don't Gotta like pay. That. Gotta we don't pay. Like that. No, no, no. Men of the people here. <laughs> Men of the people, exactly. <laughs> uh, Overdrive has a pair of tickets to see the Leafs take on the Hurricanes on March 17th. Every day this week, we are providing the clue to the identity of a current or ex Maple Leaf player. And on Friday, you'll have a chance to call in and name that Leaf. Be the first to answer correctly, and you and a friend will be headed to the game. Today's clue this former Maple Leaf had two different stints on the Maple Leafs. All right. Different stints. Speaking of two different stints, did Hazy B do two stints at a simulator recently and post about it today and not show up to work, O-Dog? I'm not sure about that. Uh-oh. I doubt he would do something like that. There were, I doubt it. There were some videos circulating no, on wasn't. Instagram. No, there wasn't. No, there wasn't. Well, he went to a simulator today. He was at a simulator, simulator today. Well, maybe he hurt his back. <laughs> <laughs> Because he usually, would never mail in a show. Usually you'd be all over this. I, I told Death Row before we came on the air today, I'll bet you anything for the first 10 minutes, O is going to be ripping into Hazy B because he was at the simulator with Caldwell and he didn't, he didn't come in today. Well, I don't know where he's at, but I know he wouldn't mail it in. By the way, isn't it Dr. Hayes now? Is that It is. It is. It is. We have to give the man the respect that he deserves. He went exactly. to medical school. Exactly. <laughs> right? 
Ran a casino there as well, I heard. Yeah. You never... <laughs> uh, that was the, uh, the segment from yesterday. And the segment today, Life or Death Row. Yeah. Taddy's talking about trademarking Web Hazy B. No, he's not. Yeah, he's talking about it. Why? That's O's idea. Yeah, but if it's not trademarked yet, Taddy's going to get on it. I don't think the tap man will ever do that. <laughs> a lot of silence over there. Yeah. For Bo. No, he won't do it. He knows not to cross O. He wouldn't cross over life or death row. No Because that for sure is the brainchild of Jeff. We have, a lot, we have a lot coming in on that. I saw some Matthew Nye's chatter. There's some Matt Murray. There's some Yusei Kikuchi chatter involved in that that we might get to. He's on fire Can't wait. right now. Can't wait. He He's is bearded. on fire. What yeah. a turnaround. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that as well. <laughs> Uh, it's still to come, Pierre Lebrun at 5.05, uh, Dave Pullen at 6.05. Uh, big game tonight between the Bruins and the Oilers. I know you have high expectations of that one, so much so that you're in the building tonight to break it all down. Going to do a little SC, some hits afterwards, but I am excited for that game. It's the best team. It's the player who's having the best season. And like I, I want to see what Dreisaitl and McDavid can do against this Boston team. Just because of like this Boston team is so complete, their goaltending is so good, they're such a deep team. But on any given night, those two guys can win you a game just by themselves. It'll be it'll be good. It's it's one of those ones where you kind of circle it when you see the schedule. I don't know. Like everyone talks about, is benchmark game or statement game a real thing? But when you play the Bruins this year, I think you kind of get an idea of where you stack up. Sure, I because really they're do. so they're so consistent too. Exactly. You know they're not giving you a bad game. It's you don't roll into Boston and think, "Oh, we caught them on a bad night." No, man, they're good every single night. It's a great mm-hmm. measuring stick for any mm-hmm. team. Yeah, for a team that can win their fiftieth game of the season, and we're not even at St. Patrick's Day yet. Oh, they're going to blow by that. What is it, sixty-two for single season wins? They're going to beat that, the Bruins. You think so? Yes. They got to keep it going. Like the, the incentive in those last few weeks is going to be their biggest hurdle. Those guys so. won't want to sit out. That's the way those guys are wired. Like they just want to win every game. Yeah. Well, looking forward to uh, Oilers and Bruins. Looking forward to your breakdown on Sports Center. But first, we have Pierre LeBrun, our hockey insider, to kick off the five o'clock hour. This is Overdrive on TSN 1050 and now up on TSN 2.